Welcome to week two of June Ladies Month here on The Dirt Show, brought to you by Napa Auto Parts. And this week, we will be joined by sport mod driver Taylor Cool. We'll also hear from Chris from Chevlin Enterprises, Troy from Madison Speedway, and our old friend Speed the Sauce Man from Cookies Barbecue Sauces and Seasonings right after a few words from our sponsor. Toner's Lake Karting Facility offers dirt oval karting at its finest. Hot laps start at noon on Sundays, followed by great kart racing from rookies to pros. Admission is always free, and pit passes are only 5 bucks. Come out and enjoy some exciting, safe, and fair kart racing at a well-organized facility. Toner's Lake Karting, located northwest of Waseca in a beautiful rural setting next to Toner's Lake. See Toner's Lake Carding.org for more details. Get more muscle for your money with Dixie Chopper Lawn Mowers. We've been handcrafting the toughest and fastest zero-turn mowers for over 40 years. Dixie Chopper offers a full line of residential, commercial, and industrial mowers to meet every customer's needs. Visit your local Dixie Chopper dealer today or visit online at DixieChopper.com. If your classic isn't so classic, bring it into Auto Trim Design of Oatana. We can fix the upholstery, the carpet, replace a sagging headliner, make your old car look new again, make your seats comfortable again. Whether it's a classic car, work truck, boat, or anything else that moves, we can fix the upholstery and make your ride like new. And we work on convertibles. We're located in Oatana at 3275 Old Highway 14, one mile west of Walmart. For 50 years, reuse and recycle is not a new concept to us. Miskin Auto Parts has been recycling your old vehicles since the Beatles were still together. Just call us and we'll send one of our friendly drivers right to you and haul away your old retired vehicle. Scrap prices are up, so it's a good time to clean up those unwanted vehicles and get money in your pocket. Give us a call at 507-684-2100 or online at Mizgin.com. Miskin Auto Parts, in God we trust. Are you looking to join a team of hardworking and motivated individuals? Look no further than Bulldog Coatings. We are the industry leader in concrete coatings and we are looking for full-time installers. We are located in Faribault and install in southern Minnesota in the Twin Cities. Experiencing concrete is awesome, but not required. We are happy to train qualified candidates. Join us and enjoy working outdoors, learning new skills, and becoming part of a great team. Contact us to apply now and be part of something great at Bulldog Coatings, bulldogcoatingsmn.com. Partnering with hog and cattle producers throughout the United States, Altenburg Construction has almost 30 years of experience in the slat replacement business. Altenburg Construction also uses a custom wash bay to ensure biosecurity to protect your herd. Whether you need an entire site or a single slat, Stop into one of their two locations in Louisville, Minnesota, or Zering, Iowa. Call 888-435-2210 or see altenburgconstruction.com. Hi, this is Dave Eason from Hardin Duplicants and Chemicals, your VP Race Guest Distributor. You are listening to the driver segment on The Dirt Show. Welcome back to Week 2 on The Dirt Show, June Ladies Month, and I am joined by Taylor Cool and Taylor you started your career at a very young age in carts. What do you remember about those early years of carting? Um, I was really lucky to start at a young age. My dad, he uh, did all the mechanic work on the car, and he taught me when I was growing up. But he mainly just wanted us to have fun with it and see where it can take us. And your dad is also a racer. Yeah, he came from Dirt Modified. 
So he was probably a good person to listen to when you were getting in the car. <laughs> well, for the most part, yeah. Are you giving him tips now? No, not so much. Um, anytime he comes out to the races or he watches me online, I I just want him to relax and enjoy it now instead of doing the work. So that's what he does. Um, and sometimes he still texts me or calls me with some things that he thinks I should do. Then you moved into the mini-mod division, and the mini-mods down in Arizona look a little bit different than the outlaw mini-mods we have up here. But watching the videos, those things down there are lightning fast and a blast to watch. Yeah, they were definitely fun. I raced mod lights, and that was my start in dirt. And it took me probably two years to finally catch on to what was going on and putting in the work. And then just running with the fast guys, it took me a little while to adjust. Explain a mod light. A mod light, it's like a three-quarter scale car. Most of them run just a stock Suzuki GSXR 1000cc little engine in there. But they fly. They're really light and they're pretty touchy on the throttle and the steering. You are also from Cave Creek, Arizona. What are your closest tracks to your home there in Cave Creek? Our home track was actually Canyon Speedway, but that shut down late last year. When did you make the move to the Sport Mods, and why the Sport Mod division? I made the move up to Sport Mods in 2019. That was my first time in a full-size car. And we decided to switch to Sport Mods because the modified division was a little intimidating. It Really, it still is. But we were just kind of sick of dealing with some of the politics of the mod lights that we raced with. And unfortunately, we kind of had a mishap with them and racing wasn't very fun anymore. And we just wanted to go to the racetrack and enjoy it as much as we could. So, yeah, we moved up to sport mods and I think that was the best decision we've made so far. I think with the way you're driving in the sport mod division, modifieds can't look that intimidating to you anymore. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think just the competition and the advanced technology that they have compared to sport mods, it's a pretty big jump, but I think eventually I'll try to hop in one. When did you decide to take the show on the road and head to Iowa, Minnesota, and the Dakotas? In 2020, when COVID hit, I was actually in Montana, and we took my sport mod racing in North Dakota, and I actually, that was the first race car that I ever owned myself, and I just wanted to do as much racing as I could away from home just to get that different experience, different tracks, drivers, different driving styles you have to adapt to. So, yeah, I went racing in North Dakota, and then I really wanted to race Super Nationals for like five years straight, and I just... Never got to it, especially in mod lights when they didn't have them in IMCA yet. But I just admired all the racing in Iowa. There's a lot more opportunity for it. What was your family's reaction to you wanting to head out on the road, especially a young lady traveling, towing a race car nowadays down the highways? That can be pretty intimidating. Yeah, they've raised me to be really independent and be able to do things like this, so... I think they're pretty proud. My mom and dad, I talk to them at least every other day, maybe every day, and um, they're just super proud. They do miss me, and I miss 
spending time with them and going racing with them. But luckily, they come up here every once in a while to watch me race and just to hang out. So, yeah, I think they're happy about it. Where do you call home when you're on the road? Right now, I'm based out of Ames, Iowa, and that's just where I'm living. Our shop is in Boone, Iowa. So just central Iowa. I'm also working here full-time and part-time. And speaking of working, you are also a real estate agent by trade. How does that work when you are multiple states away from home? Yeah, I just got into real estate last year, and it's been really tough because I do work part-time on top of that, and luckily a lot of stuff is online. You can FaceTime people, talk to them through the phone or the computer. There's a lot of resources away from the office that you can use, and when I'm on the road racing, I can get into that kind of stuff and communicate with the people I need to. That's pretty cool. I never thought that job would be possible without all of today's technology. Yeah, it's definitely easier being here for it, but when I need to go, then I can go. What is it about Iowa and IMCA racing? Everywhere we go in that state, there are great tracks and great drivers at that track. Yeah, I don't know what it is. IMCA, they're based out of Vinton, Iowa, and I don't know if because all the tracks in Iowa are closer to their home base, or what it is, but pretty much every IMCA-sanctioned track is really awesome, well taken care of, and they bring in a really good crowd, bring in really good drivers. That's definitely what drew me to Iowa in the first place, but I don't know what it is. It's just so much better here than anywhere else. Boone Speedway is one of those tracks that almost every driver I talk to, it's given them fits at one time or another. You seem to have figured that place out and can really turn some great consistent laps there. Yeah, thank you. I um, It's taken me a while to finally get that track down, but it's very unique. They farm it constantly. They're taking care of it throughout the week and making sure they give us something good to race on, and it's always a good surface. Yeah, I don't, I've adapted to it pretty well. I love that place. Where's your favorite spot to run on that track? Because I've seen people try the high line, the middle, and down low, and sometimes they're all coming to the flag stand at the exact same time. <laughs> yeah, really, either the top or bottom. If I have to run through the middle, I will, but that kind of pains me to do that just because there's a lot of racing going on in front of you, behind you, so you kind of want to have one of the lines figured out by the start of the race. But... Yeah, they they make sure there's several lanes of racing every night. And you also spoke about your desire to get to the Boone Super Nationals. That event is an animal all in itself. What was your very first experience when you pulled into that place? It was really intimidating. I actually have a crazy first IMCA Super National story. For, I was driving the RV and the trailer and it was like 80 feet combined for the first time ever and I was just like white knuckled down the highway and I finally pulled in there and didn't pull into the right spot and had to back it out and (laughs) it was really intimidating with all the people there and especially all the really good race cars race car drivers that you see throughout the year on tv they're right there and you're going to be competing with them so it's kind of scary 
And you've actually had some luck at the Boone Super Nationals. Yeah, yeah, I got pretty lucky last year with pill draws. You definitely need a good pill draw at Super Nationals. You get behind the eight ball right away at that place, and it's going to be a long, long Super Nationals. Yep, that's how it is. You were also awarded a wrap for the Salute to Veterans Hunting with Heroes Tour. What an amazing honor, and that wrap was literally awesome. It was definitely an honor to be a part of that Salute to Veterans Tour. When I was first chosen, I was kind of surprised because I was just this small racer in Iowa just trying to have fun and live out my dream, and then they picked me for that, and I was super excited to be a part of it. Definitely an honor to be chosen throughout the years with a lot of other really good drivers. You also had a great photo in Speedway Illustrated of you and the Salute to Veterans car in front of a jam-packed grandstand at the Kasuth County Speedway. What a tour that has become to honor all of those veterans and fans are packing the tracks that they attend. Yeah, it's definitely grown a lot and it's continuing to grow. I think people really see the value it brings to the veterans' lives just to feel honored and thanked maybe even for the first time so if we can do something special for the people who save our lives and keep us protected then i think that's the least we can do the other thing that i really enjoyed watching your car on the tour is the smiles on the young girls faces because when they can see somebody like themselves doing what you're doing right now it gives them the opportunity to say Someday I want to be doing that as well. Yep, I was once that little girl, so um, I think if you can make it work, then take every opportunity that you can. That's what I did, and luckily I've gotten other opportunities from them. And I think no matter what uh, industry that you're in, you can hang with anyone as long as you put the work in and pay attention and you're smart. You are putting a lot of miles in on the road, so I really wanted to ask you this question. Favorite restaurant or fast food that you've discovered in your travels? Oh, that's a hard one. I feel like we're always snacking on the road, but I think Iowa's famous walking taco probably tops the list. But if I were to be able to race on the West Coast, then in and out all the way. A lot of times you travel all by yourself, as you said, you're driving the RV, you're towing the trailer, you're loading and unloading the car. When you do have some help, who helps you on the road? We actually brought on Justin Grau this year. He's been helping me week in and week out at the races and in the shop and pretty much everything for my racing. So he's been a huge help. We have a couple different people that like to lend a hand and Every racer knows that every little bit helps. So to have someone in the shop during the week, it's definitely flipped my racing program around and it's gotten on a lot better track with some help. You think about all the hours you put in on the road, all the hours you put in at the shop to get the car ready to race. When you finally do get to slip through the window and strap into that car, it really seems like you are in your happy place and just love being behind the wheel of a race car. Oh, definitely. I couldn't think of any better place to be than in a race car in the driver's seat. So once I strap in, kind of everything else goes away and I focus on what I'm doing in that moment. 
and I think that's important. The care packages from home when you were on the road, that must really mean a lot when you tear those boxes open. Yeah, it does. I'm lucky to have a great family, have great friends and supporters who just give me little hints that I mean something to them. So, yeah, I couldn't thank everyone enough for all the love and support that I get, my parents and stuff. Is there a favorite Arizona snack that comes in those boxes? Um, no, I don't think so. Just my mom always sends me little goodies and everything in that box I can put to use. So she knows how to take care of us. Did you discover the delight of a good cheese curd up here in Iowa or Minnesota? Yeah, there's cheese curds at almost every racetrack we go to, and we always have to try them out. We had a Packers bar back home in Arizona, and they had cheese curd competitions and stuff, so I've had my fair share of those. We have also seen you at the Harris Clash at Deer Creek Speedway. What an event, and you will be back there again this August. Yes, we'll be there. Harris Class is a cool deal, and we run a GRT by BHE, so Bob Harris, who puts that show on, and Bobby, they do a great job. They couldn't have chosen a better track to do it at either. We attended the USAC Corn Belt Nationals last weekend at Knoxville, and I had a great conversation with Don Droud. You raced at the Chili Bowl and Team Jack Foundation with Don Droud. What an incredible experience that must have been. It was. Don is a really good driver to learn from. He's definitely in the zone on race day, so you just got to pay attention to your surroundings and make sure you're ready to go when you need to be. And supporting the Team Jack Foundation through Mark Birch Motorsports was really cool for me. It was definitely a first time for representing a foundation like that. And I definitely think it's special to race that car and then just learn from that experience and learn a little bit more about you know, the things you don't get to hear about, like childhood brain cancer, and just the support that was pretty special to me. It looked like a great experience for everyone involved. Are you planning on being back there again this year? I don't know if I'll go back, because I don't have enough laps in a midget, (laughs) but I'm thinking about doing something with Team Jack and my sport mod. We have yet to decide on what we're doing, but I think it would be cool to put them on a platform where I'm comfortable and where people know me and where I'm just a little bit more experienced in these sport mods around Iowa. And you were even brave enough to sit with the Rowdies. Yeah, I did once or twice, but I (laughs) I don't know. They're a crazy crowd. You just came off an incredible Memorial Day weekend run both the 89K stock car and your sport mod, and you picked up a win at Interstate Speedway in Jefferson, South Dakota in the sport mod on May 28th. Yeah, it was finally good to get a win on the year. We've been racing a lot, but haven't really rendered the results that we've been looking for with all the work that we've put into it. So for a little bit of work to pay off, it was definitely special to us to finally get that win and Just to have a really good equipment and have a good crew with me, that's what makes it all work. How did you get the ride in the stock car, and will you be doing more of the double-duty racing? Yeah, I will be. It's definitely fun running the stock car. It's a little bit different discipline than the sport mod. I don't remember how they found me, but Jerry Shipper, the owner of that car, he 
actually got a hold of me on Facebook Messenger, and he was like, hey, do you want to run a stock car? And I replied, yes, I've always wanted to run a stock car just to see what it's like because I know they're different from our cars. And he's like, okay, we'll bring it out tonight to the racetrack. So they actually, they showed up. They had everything ready. They had a whole crew, and I was like, wow, this is crazy. That's the first time I've ever raced a different car for someone else. So definitely thankful for him giving me that opportunity. And it's been amazing seeing some of the big-name drivers transfer over from modifieds into stock cars, and they say they're just so much fun to drive. They definitely are. It's kind of like a Sunday drive half the time, but you have a little bit more pressure on you. (laughs) Fans can also see you running the Madness Tour. You will be at Worthington Speedway June 25th, Clay County Speedway June 26th, and Park Jefferson June 27th. You run a very busy schedule this time of year. Right. Yeah, we have a lot of really good races coming up. These promoters, these racetracks give us a lot of good opportunity to race for money, race for competition, and it's definitely fun, the races that we get to go to. What is your most memorable win so far in your career? I would have to say the Super Nationals qualifier that I won last year. I think going into that event, no driver really expects to win something like that. So uh, I think the big goal is to win the big dance, but just to win a qualifier is a really big achievement, I think. And hopefully we can one-up that this year. I know one of the local photographers we bump into, Bill Keach, he helps you out a little bit on your car. You have some great sponsors on board to keep you rolling down the road. Yeah, I do. We have a big list of people who help us, and without them, it would not be possible. What is the ultimate goal for 2023? Uh, We're trying to pick up as many wins as we can, racing against the best guys in the country in this division so to get some more wins we definitely want to top last year's wins and it's already going a lot smoother so I think we're on a good track. If anybody would like to keep up with your schedule and see what tracks you may be racing at near them what's the best way to do that Taylor? I keep everything racing related on my Facebook page Taylor Cool Racing. I'm posting schedules, lineups, results, I try to post a couple times a week just to keep everyone updated, and if they can make a race, then great. Hopefully hopefully we get as many people as we can to the racetrack. Thank you so much for all you do, and thanks for taking time out of your very busy schedule to be with us here on the Dirt Show today, and can't wait to see you at Worthington Speedway and the Harris Clash. Yeah, of course. Thank you for having me. Can't wait to do more racing. Big jobs on big properties demand a big side-by-side. A side-by-side like the first ever Honda Pioneer 1000 Deluxe Crew. This flagship model delivers serious power and performance where you need it most. Even more, it offers best-in-class comfort for six occupants with backseat legroom beyond compare. As for build quality, well, let the Honda name speak for itself. Head to Trimble's in Austin, Minnesota and see the all-new Pioneer 1000 Deluxe Crew today. Trimble Cycle Center in Austin, USA's second oldest Honda dealer. When one of your appliances breaks down, you need help and you need it fast. Contact Sorensen's Appliance Service. Racer owner Ben Bainey and racer Travis Underdahl service the entire cow's listening area. Sorensen's Appliance Service. People you know that will get your appliances serviced with trained technicians. 
Contact them today at 256-7766. That's 256-7766. Extreme! Why choose powder coating over liquid paint finishes? Maximum durability. Extreme Powder Coating offers a scientific process that uses electricity and heat to bake the colorful finish deep into your product. Extreme can deliver media blasting, impact-resistant epoxy primers, and durable powder coat applications to meet your needs. Custom colors and exhaust coatings are available also. Visit ExtremePowderCoating.net for more information. We can all think back to the first time we experienced real horsepower. Hi, this is Corey at Byers Engine Service. Whether it's that pin-you-in-the-seat feeling of a big-block Chevy, the roar of a healthy 340, or the joy of a perfectly tuned flathead, here at Byers Engine Service, we service them all. Strip to street, dirt track to asphalt, or just cruising the strip. Stop by and check us out at 2915 20th Street, Southeast in Rochester. Or call 507-282-5586. The National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum is the only museum in the world that's solely dedicated to sprint car racing. Located in Knoxville, Iowa, next to the world-famous Knoxville Raceway, the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum is open year-round for race fans to come in and learn more about sprint car racing. You'll see 30 to 35 race cars on display that are constantly changing throughout the year. In addition, you'll find memorabilia, historic race shops, and racing videos inside the museum next to the sprint cars. There's a racing movie theater on the museum's second floor, all of the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame inductees' plaques and stories on display, a panoramic view of Knoxville Raceway, and the world's largest sprint car retail store, all at the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum in Knoxville, Iowa. Welcome back to the sponsor segment here on The Dirt Show, and I am joined by Chris Shevlin from Shevlin Enterprises. And Chris, your business is very customer-friendly. What I mean by that is whether you are a commercial or residential customer, you tailor the container size to fit those clients' needs by offering a variety of sizes. Correct, yes. We can uh, roll off some and regular commercial and residential dumpsters, we have a variety of sizes, from 2-yard to 40-yard. And what I appreciate about that is after our kids moved out, we always had a half-empty garbage can, so we were able to downsize, and in return, that saves me money, which makes me even happier. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, some, yeah, there's the three sizes of the regular trash cans, 35, 64, and 96, and and then sometimes we, in some areas, we offer an every other week service as well. You also offer specialized pickup. A few weeks ago, my daughter had a huge couch she needed picked up, and it was just a matter of making a phone call and making special arrangements to get that taken care of. Yes, we do offer special pickups for the mattresses and larger items, couches, appliances, you know, stoves and refrigerators, and that kind of stuff to try and uh, meet our customer needs. There is literally now nowhere in the county that recycles electronic stuff like TVs and computers. What are customers supposed to do with those type of items? We pick them up, TVs and that kind of stuff. But yeah, no, we provide that service, pick them up, and we can take care of them for them. Summertime is definitely cleanup season, and you offer small projects, dumpsters, all the way up to the huge ones you can literally walk inside of. Correct. Yes, we have, like I say, the two-yard and then uh, mostly yeah, two-, four-, and six-yard small dumpsters and then uh, the commercial or the construction roll-offs from 
10, mostly to 30 yard. We use our 40s for mostly commercial stuff, but sometimes we're a week or two out on them, so you just have to call ahead sometimes and get booked on the schedule. Household versus construction. When a customer calls, should they specify what they're putting in those dumpsters? Yes and no. It's If it's going to be all clean construction that can go at a little lower rate than regular refuse, a lot of times even some of the construction stuff has a fair amount of cardboard or some other stuff in it that we can't run in, a, in as clean demo or anything, so then they end up going as garbage anyway. Top-notch customer service is what you can expect from Chevlin Enterprises. You have some incredible customer reviews. Well, that's good to hear. We have We have a good crew. We do what we can. You can't keep everybody happy, but we try and keep most people happy. <laughs> no matter what you do or how good you are, somebody's always going to have a beef about something. Yes, it's, the goal would be to have 100% satisfied customers. That, that, that's the end goal. I also see you late at night, long after everyone else is home from work. You are still in the truck finishing up, dumping dumpsters or delivering them to sites. Uh, sometimes if we need to to finish up, I'll work a little late. Otherwise, for a little bit, we were short on employees. We're pretty good right now, but uh, we were like everybody else, having a hard time finding help. But uh, right now, we're, we got a good crew. I would say summertime is a little more friendly than the 40 below. Correct, yes. Yeah, it's, it's light out till late, so I don't mind working when it's light out. <laughs> no automated call system. When you call Chevlin Enterprises, you get a live person on the phone, and you don't know how many people greatly appreciate that. Yes, no, we have the two office gals, and we try and, if we miss a call, we try and return it if there's a, re- a return phone call or a, re- a number to call back, and we try and answer as many phone calls as we can live. Right now, you have a great offer. New customers can call and prepay for six months of service and they get that at a four-month price. That's a heck of a deal to kick off the summer. Correct, yep. yes. Uh, yeah, pay for four months and get six months of service for new customers. Yes, that's, that's an offer we're doing right now. And as you mentioned, right now you got a full staff, but rain, snow, sleet, or hail, Chris, thanks for all you do because there's been times I couldn't even get out of my driveway and you were still picking up the garbage, so thank you. <laughs> Yeah, sometimes winter can be a challenge, but we do our best. You sure do. You do a great job. I appreciate all the service for myself here at the radio station, and thanks for all you do for the customers out there, and thanks for being with us here on The Dirt Show today. Thank you. Good to be here. If you have a vehicle accident, go with a professional. Bob and his staff at Midwest Collision are the definition of professionals. For over 42 years, they have dedicated their lives to collision repair along with the training, knowledge, and skills that come with the job. Go with the pros. Midwest Collision in Faribault. 507-332-2434. Midwest Collision. 
Fast Shafts. Drive shafts are used by Jake Tim, Tom Barry Jr., Derek Ramirez, Kyle Strickler, Jonathan Davenport, Derek Green, Dalen Murdy, and more. And they currently build drive shafts for 90% of the major chassis builders. Fast Shafts is also a longtime title sponsor of the IMCA Fast Shafts All-Star Invitational at the IMCA Super Nationals and support a number of competitive series nationwide. Buy directly from Fast Shafts or from their network of dealers. Shipping daily across the country or worldwide. See FastShafts.com. Here's one of the most incredible lubricating products ever made. Justice Brothers JB80. It's twice as good at lubricating just about everything around the home, shop, and your car. JB80 has a penetrating action that goes straight to the problem areas and even the tightest places. Try JB80, the incredible spray lubricant that's twice as good. And it's guaranteed to satisfy or your money back. See our display at Runnings. Tell them Ed Justice Jr. sent you. You already know, Rhino Ag builds the most robust tractor accessories in the agriculture industry. Ever wondered what a Rhino would cost? Go to rhinoag.com and click on the Build Your Rhino tab. Select the product and spec it out with any option we offer. As always, contact your local dealer for any finance specials or seasonal offers at rhinoag.com. BP Racing Fuels is proud to be recognized as a world leader in race fuel technology. BP's fuels have a well-deserved reputation for power and consistency winning championships in every form of motorsports for more than 40 years. Whether sportsman or pro, methanol or gasoline, BP has a fuel to ensure optimum performance for your application. See the full line of BP's high-performance products online at vpracingfuels.com. At VP Racing Fuels, our passion is your performance. Welcome back here on The Dirt Show, and I am joined by Troy from Madison Speedway. And Troy, promoters have to deal with a whole lot. They have to deal with weather and track prep. And last season, you had some major weather up in Madison. What was the damage at the racetrack? Oh, last, when that storm came through, we had half our light poles sitting at about a 50 degree angle. And then our second shack that we, the drivers sign in at, that decided to go for a tumble and basically implode itself. So we had to wait for things to firm up so we could get things fixed. When fans make the trek to Madison Speedway, what are the classes that they can expect to see on a regular night of racing, Troy? Well, we start out with our pure stocks that we, between us, Fiesta City and KRA. And then we have a sort of street stocks, a sort of Midwest Mods. So the super stocks, sort of modified, Gen Z, limited late models, and our Soda Hornets. I just had Rod Lindquist, executive director of racing with Wasoda on the show, and he was talking about the Wasoda Late Model Challenge series, and that is making an appearance at Madison Speedway on Saturday, June 10th. And that's going to be a race that you do not want to miss because those late models on your track are going to be incredible. Yeah, they do put on a good show. I'm just a little nervous having them that early in the year that we get all of our bugs worked out and everything figured out. But when we have had late model shows, they've they've been good racing. So many of the drivers that I have on the show talk about your track and a fendered class, the speeds of your peer stocks, and then you get into the street stocks, and those guys are going two, three wide, 
And on July 22nd, you have the DRC Street Stock Tour Night at your track. That's a great night to be at Madison Speedway. Yes, it is. For some reason, the Street Stocks and also the Pure Stocks, they seem to thrive at the track, it seems like. They go out there, like last night, we had the Street Stock feature. It was three wide with two cars waiting to make it four and five wide. They were waiting for somebody to screw up so they could take that spot. And it was that way the whole feature. For some reason, the Street Stocks really thrive at our track that way as far as quality of racing. On Saturday, August 12th, you have the Wissota Late Model Series back at the track a little bit later in the season, so the track will be tuned up and it'll be really fast by then. Yeah, and last year when we did this show, we had a lot of the drivers that complimented on how the track was, how the racing was. They just look forward to coming. Another reason we do it later on is there's a lot of the tracks are starting to shut down or their season is done, and we do an event later on in the year so the guys have another show to go to, and, and it worked out good for us last year, so we're giving it a try this year. And you got two great shows early in September. Labor Day is season championship night, so that will definitely be a battle. And the Lackwaparo County Fair. Fair races are always a good time because not only can you enjoy the fair, but you can come into the stands and see some great racing too. Yes, Labor Day, it gets to be, I don't know how you would say, a kind of a, a chore when we race the night before a holiday, but it's been... The tradition in Madison to do those shows, and they've been real good shows for us. We generally don't have a lot of other tracks running, so we get all the people, or a majority of the people chasing for points show up. So it's top quality racing both nights, really. The Lackapau County Fair Race gets to be a little hectic at times for the workers because we're getting stuff ready after a demo derby, which makes it a challenge at times. And then we also have the high school rodeo going on on part of our pit area. So to get everything coordinated, but we've been managing to get stuff done and and putting on a good show. And you come back September 29th and September 30th with what I consider one of the best shows in the state of Minnesota, the Madtown Showdown night one and two. You get huge car counts, the stands are full of people, and it's just a great way to end the racing season. Well, I think you were a little little too generous when you said the best show in Minnesota, or one of the best. We want it to be, but I don't know if we're quite there yet. And I know we've had some issues with getting track ready the second night and that stuff, but we do get a lot of cars. We have had up to 150 cars one night, so we do get a lot of cars. We get a lot of good racing going on that night. Friday night gets to be a little late for us because we don't start till 7 to allow people to get there from after work. But then to turn around Saturday, do it all again. Troy, if they'd like to find out more information about Madison Speedway, what are the best ways to do that? I would say our best way to do that would be to go on our website, madisonmnspeedway.com. That has our information on it, and that would be the best way to get a hold of us. Troy, thanks for all you do, and thanks for taking the time to be with us here on The Dirt Show today. No problem. Working at my job, going all day long. Don't want to go and mow my lawn. Picking up the 
phone book and what do I see? I see wolf and sons can do it for me. Dandelions, I don't want to spray. Free estimates are coming your way. Don't hesitate and learn about more. Call 455-3524. And if you have some really big outside jobs, Wolf and Sons has the dump trucks, loaders, and graders you need to haul in driveway gravel, black dirt, and clear building sites. At Arrow Race Wheels, they put their customers first and appreciate the loyalty the racers have for the company. Arrow Race Wheels is willing to work with anyone who has a question or problem. The only way to stay on top is to listen to the people putting us there. If you want to run with the winners, see aeroracingwheels.com or call 888-895-2376 today. Packaging the impossible inside the possible through service, quality, and expertise. Hi, this is Holly, the new general manager at Foamcraft Packaging. We are your foam and wood packaging experts in Minnesota. If you are a business owner or in charge of your packaging, we want to talk to you. We specialize in designing and manufacturing wood crates, pallets, and foam inserts and are here to help keep your products protected in transit. We are here to help you. Visit us at foamcraftpackaging.com. Since 1997, Weir's Machine has been innovating the finest products in the racing industry. We also manufacture the Ultra Force Load Machines and develop the Ultra Force Suspension Software, which allows you to take your program to the next level. Be sure to check out the all new Circle Track app, your ultimate go to spot for race team information. Keep track of your maintenance schedule, parts list, car setups, and more. Proudly made in the USA, champions across the country choose Weir's Machine, Ultra Force, and the Circle Track app to take them to Victory Lane. Shop now at Weir'sMachine.com, UltraForceTech.com, and the all-new CircleTrackApp.com. Follow us on all of our social media platforms at Weir's Machine. Let me tell you, friends, about our stores, a great place we call Miners Outdoors. Miners Outdoor, your total source Husqvarna dealer in Blooming Prairie, has everything your yard needs. From chainsaws, leaf blowers, and weed trimmers to zero-turn mowers and everything in between. That's what being your Husqvarna total source dealer is all about. Stop in today to see the best selection in quality Husqvarna outdoor power equipment. That's Miners Outdoor, Highway 218, Blooming Prairie. Miners Outdoor, Major Tough. If you're in need of a worry-free power lift door, then you'll want to stop and talk with Rod French. Make a statement with a PowerLift architectural door on your home or cabin. PowerLift doors can be retrofitted to fit an existing door opening or designed into your next commercial, agricultural, livestock, or aircraft hangar build. Stylish, functional, and built to last. PowerLift doors by French's Manufacturing are made locally in Dodge Center, Minnesota by their experienced craftsmen. Contact Kelly or Rod. PowerLift doors by French's Manufacturing. 374-9306. Welcome back to our special segment here on The Dirt Show. Summertime is here. Those incredible smells are lofting from the grill, and I have the greatest grill master on the air with me, Speed the Sauce Man from Cookies Barbecue Sauces and Seasonings. And something that I remember from my childhood is mom coming home with a box of shake and bake. Well, that's old school. Nowadays, you go with cookies flavor enhancer in crusted chicken on the grill, and I can't imagine how that tastes. I'll tell you what, that is mighty tasty. And I'll tell you what, you can either get a whole chicken or cut up chicken 
Lately, a lot of the stores have been running specials on quarters with the leg and the thigh. If you get the whole chicken, I like the butterfly or spatchcock, you know, just lay it out flat. And if, if you're just doing the quarters or a cut-up chicken, what I like to do if I've got the time, there's two different ways to cook it. If I've got the time, I like to season it with our cookies, flavor enhancer, and all-purpose seasoning the night before and put it in the refrigerator uncovered, and that'll kind of dry the skin out. And that helps make for real crispy skin when you pull it off the grill when you get done cooking it. And the other way that works real good is take a can of beer, a stick of butter, and three tablespoons of our cookies flavor enhancer and all-purpose seasoning and mix that together. And then dip your cut-up chicken in that mixture before you lay it on the grill. And then brush it with that beer, butter, and flavor enhancer mixture while you're cooking it and turning it on the grill. And I'll tell you what, you may want to make sure you've got a meat thermometer handy. I'll run my grill around 275 to three and a quarter, three and a half. You don't want to get it too hot, but you also want to get it hot enough so it gets that skin nice and crispy. But the main thing you want to check on is you want your internal temperature to be 165 degrees, like in the thigh or the breast meat. So then you know it's done because for one reason, for food safety, and another thing, at 165, it'll come off the bone and you'll enjoy some great, juicy, tender chicken. Speed, I can envision me and you sitting around the campfire with a paper plate with chicken, potato salad, slice of watermelon, and a big container of wet wipes. Oh, yeah, a big container of wet wipes. I'll tell you what, you can be in the chair on the right-hand side That way, when I get thirsty, you can just hand me another beverage. Speed, if they'd like more information on any of the cookies products or want to follow you on Facebook or check on the rib wagon, what's the best way to do that? Just go to the old cookies BBQ website, and there's recipes on there, and there's also the rib wagon schedule on there. A lot of times, they'll be on my Facebook page, which is Speed, S-P-E-E-D, and Herrig, H-E-R-R-I-G. They'll have the schedule on there, too. So uh, feel free to check either place. I know coming up, we've got Forest City, Sioux Falls, Mitchell, South Dakota, Del Rapids, South Dakota, Marion, Iowa, and Omaha, Nebraska are some of the ones that just come to mind that we're doing. But certainly encourage the listeners to stop by and say hi and pick up a rack or two of ribs. Speed, as always, thanks for being with us here on The Dirt Show today. You betcha. Have a good one, Clay. See you, buddy. Stay cool this summer with the Milwaukee M18 job site fan. Both compact and lightweight with a 120-degree adjustable head, nine stopping positions, and three-speed settings, it provides optimal airflow control along with enough power to circulate air over 40 feet. Right now at Napa, pick up the M18 job site fan for only $89.99. That's a $10 savings. But this deal won't last long, so stop by your local Napa Auto Parts store or shop Napa online today. Offer at 63023. See store for details. Napa. A proud sponsor of The Dirt Show. Hi, this is Steve from Coles Electric. Do you have electrical projects in your future? Coles Electric can help. Coles Electric offers industrial, commercial, farm, and residential electrical services in Minnesota and Northern Iowa. We have 24-hour emergency service, design build, automation, underground boring, solar installation, and much more. Coles Electric has a great staff and can assist you with your electrical needs. Look us up at coleselectric.com 
or call us at 507-451-1387. It's Speed the Sauce Man here bringing you today's weather forecast. Okay, who am I kidding? It's always barbecue weather. Whether you're cooking on your smoker, grill, or inside your kitchen, there's a 100% chance of deliciousness when you use Cookies Barbecue Sauces and Seasoning. You can always count on our full line of Cookies products to enhance meats, main dishes, and so much more. Get recipes and join our sauce squad at CookiesBBQ.com. And remember, rain or shine, it's Cookies Barbecue time. Cookies is the one. Welcome to the Dirt Track segment brought to you by Cookies Sauces and Seasonings. Last Thursday night, June 1st, they were racing at Kasuth County Speedway in Algona, Iowa. In a modified A main, Nick Meyer over Jeremy Mills. In the stock cars, McCain Jennings over Donovan Smith. In the sport mods, Alex Smith over Justin Raymond. In the hobby stocks, Mike Smith over Dan Hanselman. In the sport compacts, it was Oliver Monson over Brooke Osler. They were also racing at KRA Speedway in Wilmer last Thursday night in the Pier Stock A Main. Ty Schuler over Chris Isdall in the Modified Don Ishans over Shane Sabraski. In the Midwest Modifieds, Justin Van Epps over Jason Vertuba. In the Mod 4s, Tommy Bowden over Dustin Holquist. In the Superstocks, Zach Schultz over Sean Fernks. In the Street Stocks, Braden Brower over Justin Vogel. And in the Hornets, Justin Sklitsky over Peter Martin. Fairmont Raceway was racing last Friday night, June 2nd, in the Modified A Main. Eric Daly over Ryan Wettstein. In the Stock Cars, Derek Green over Luke Sadoff. In the B Mods, Jared Baumeister over Mark Noble. In the Hobby Stocks, Greg Seidels over Brian Lund. And in the Tuners, Brandon Hartman over Jason Bolt. Hancock County Speedway in Britt, Iowa was also racing last Friday night, June 2nd, in the Modified A Main. Nick Meyer over Jeremy Mills. In the Sport Mods, Alec Fett over Nate Albrandt. In the Stock Cars, Kelly Schreck over Donovan Smith. In the Hobby Stocks, Mike Smith over Drew Bargloff. And in the Sport Compacts, Charles Prime over Ariana Prothman. I-94 Speedway had a doubleheader starting Friday June 2nd, in the short trackers, Sean Beto over Mike Dittman. In the late models, Brad Staples over, da- over Dave Moss. In the Midwest Modifieds, Zach Benson over Lucas Rodden. In the Modifieds, Ryan Gerke over Dan Ebert. In the street stocks, Nick Trainer over Kyle Jeanette. In the super stocks, Shane Sabraski over Jack Caranda. Saturday night, June 3rd at I-94 Speedway. In the late models, it was Dave Moss over Larry Fitzsimmons. In the short trackers, Sean Beto over Brady Malter. In the Midwest Modifieds, Mike Nichols over Hallie Lee. In the Modifieds, Justin Froming over Dave Kane. In the street stocks, Kyle Jeanette over Braden Brower. In the super stocks, Trevor Nelson over Shane Sabraski. And in the Wissota late models, Brad Seng over Jeff Massengill. We were at the USAC Corn Belt Nationals in Knoxville Raceway last Friday and Saturday night. Friday night was a rainout. On Saturday night, in the 30-lap USAC non-wing sprint car A main, Jake Swanson over Brady Bacon. And in the 20-lap 410 wing sprint car A main, Brian Brown over Austin McCarl. Worthington Speedway was racing last Saturday night, June 3rd. 
In the Bombers, Robert Thompson over Brian Campbell. In the Hobby Stocks, Malik Sampson over Jaden Strandberg. In the Modifieds, Jacob Dale over Jesse Rogotsky. In the Sport Mods, Connor Vanderweird over Colby Fett. In the Sport Compacts, Chase Felix over Jason Bolt. And in the Stock Cars, Justin Lunenberg over Jason Fisher. Madison Speedway in Madison, Minnesota was racing last Saturday night, June 3rd. In the Pier Stocks, Joe Arndt over Brady Hagen. In the Late Models, Rick Schroeder over Trajan Smith. In the Hornets, Adam Vanderside over Justin Earp. In the Midwest Modifieds, Taylor Schmidt over Shane DeLong. In the Modifieds, Brian Hobbin over Tony Canold. In the Street Stocks, Colton Brower over Maria Brokaset. And in the Super Stocks, Braden Headkey over Carter Rents. Arlington Raceway was racing last Saturday night, June 3rd, in the IMCA Hobby Division. Corey Probst over Chad Volk. In the Sport Compacts, Marshall Robinson over Alan Lahr. In the Outlaw Hobby, Dakota Robinson over Carl Hewitt Jr. In the Sport Mods, Eric Larson over Matthew Loaf. In the Race Saver Sprint Cars, Brett Allen over Zach Foch. In the Stock Cars, Josh Larson over Dan McEnthune, and in the Modifieds, it was Trent Loverud over Clint Haddlestad. Deer Creek Speedway was racing last Saturday night, June 3rd. In the B-Mods, Trevor Fetch over Cole Benerat. In the Modifieds, Lucas Schott over Joe Chisholm. In the Stock Cars, Braden Gear over Kyle Falk. In the Hobby Stocks, Luke Schulter over Chris Hoovden. And in the Midwest Modifieds, Caden Kath over Jacob Topper. The World Outlaw Sprint Cars invaded Ogilvy Raceway last Saturday night, June 3rd. In the 30-lap A main, Carson Macedo over Logan Schuhart. In the Micro Wing Sprints, Clayton Hoffig over Ryan Franzen. And in the Midwest Modifieds, Zach Benson over David Swearingen. Mason City Motor Speedway was racing last Sunday night, June 4th. In the Modifieds, Lance Murray over Josh Angst. In the stock cars, Kelly Shryock over Derek Green. In the USRA B-Mods, Joe Chisholm over Hunter Longnecker. In the hobby stocks, Carter Coop over Zach Schmidt. In the Outlaw Mini-Mods, Ben Krause over Logan Brown. And in the Tuners, Devin Jones over Ryan Bryant. Hewsett Speedway was also running last Sunday night in Brandon, South Dakota. In the 410 Outlaw Sprint Car, 25-lap A-Main, Chase Randall over Noah Gass. In the late model street stocks, John Hoying over Corey Yeh. And in the race saver sprint car 20 lap A main, Blaine Stagenga over Jeremy Hoosh. There's a reason why families are choosing to spend their entertainment dollars at Deer Creek Speedway, only 15 minutes south of Rochester on Highway 63. Offering five classes of dirt track racing every Saturday night. Bring the family out early Saturday, June 17th for Pink Out Night, an annual fundraiser for the local Join the Journey Breast Cancer Awareness Group. Entertainment for the whole family, including the high-powered USRA Modifieds. Deer Creek Speedway is your outdoor family entertainment center. See DeerCreekSpeedway.com for more information. Hey, Deer show listeners for over 20 years hot rod hardware in west concord minnesota has provided everything to modernize and improve your hot rods performance hot rod hardware is your specialty aftermarket auto parts go-to solution from radiators and brakes to suspension handling and power from the drag strip to the street dirt track to cruise nights hot rod hardware is your family-owned solution check us out at hotrodhardware.com or just call the guys at 507 527 
1020, where as they say, no robots, just real people. Hi, this is Harvey West, and you've been listening to The Dirt Show. See you at the races.